0: Hey, and good morning. A Quick Thrive Thursday check-in over here. I hope that your week is going amazing, and I fully understand the fullness of a week with a young family, keeping a home, preparing the meals, grocery shopping, working, school pickups, drop-offs, I mean activities after school, appointments, and I'm sure I'm missing a million other tasks (laughs) that happen in your week. But... Despite how full your calendar is, I never want you to miss the opportunity to slow down and to tune into you, how you are feeling. Listening to those like little signs that your body is constantly sending you is so important. So the best approach is prevention in my mind. And today I thought this is going to be really quick. I thought I would run you through six ways to really kind of just check in on your well-being so that you can do this every single day, weekly, but you're not missing an opportunity and going months without tuning in. No matter how, how crazy life is, no matter what's going on, no matter what the season, and you can do these six things in under five minutes. Let's get to it.
1: welcome to the thrive with me podcast a place for you to realign reset and pour into your growth and expansion are you ready to become a more present and happy mama and wife as you chase those dreams on your heart are you tired of feeling that overwhelm and burnout as you take care of your family the home and all the schedules does your health seem to go to the bottom of your priority list Could you use an amazing community to challenge you and cheer you on as you build your legacy and impact? Well, my friend, you are in the right place. I'm your host, Natasha Bell, and this podcast is for the modern, ambitious woman ready to rise in health, community, and faith in her calling while having a lot of fun. I'm a small town girl, wife, mom of three, and multi-passionate entrepreneur that's on a mission to help you thrive in health, the community you surround yourself with, and to cheer you on as you step forward in confidence and align with your unique calling. All right, friend,
0: let's get ready to thrive together. If you are not already on our email list, receiving weekly inspirational emails from me, what the heck are you waiting for? Hey, head over to NatashaBell.com. My website is still under construction as we refine some things but if there's just a sweet little spot where you can put your email I promise no spam but what you will get is weekly accountability on your health journey in life and there's just things there that I share that I don't share on social media Um, I love doing a little podcast roundup as well, making sure that you're not missing anything here on the podcast, but you can head to natashabell.com every Monday evening. I send out an inspirational email. It's filled with lots of different things every single week. Um, So make sure to do that if you haven't already. Okay, let's get to today's episode. And I really just hope that this is a quick and tactical little episode for you and what I hope you're going to walk away with is just being reminded of why awareness is key, why prevention is key. And truly, I hope you'll take this to your kids and your family, because we need to be in tune with our bodies. Our bodies are constantly sending us signals. And I, th- I really believe that in this world of full schedules, busy, 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 and in distraction mode constantly. Like if we're not doing something or driving somewhere, oftentimes we're being distracted and pulled in other ways by our devices. And so many of us, especially moms, well, and dads too, like I, I think this goes for everybody, especially in a full season, and especially if you're not sure what you're looking for, you don't even know how to pay attention to what's going on in your body and it does require a level of awareness so i hope you'll take these conversations to your families as well and maybe it's something that you do with every child before they go to bed Um, maybe you just do it once a week whatever but i just think if we can empower our kids our teens to our young adults to be able to listen to their bodies that's living in a more preventative health, holistic health way. Because once you have the tools, and you're you're adding so many tools to your p- toolbox by listening to this podcast, probably other podcasts, reading books, um, you know, just trying new things, you are going to be ahead of the game in being able to course correct, get the body back to where it needs to be. So today, six ways to gauge your current health picture in under five minutes. This does not need to take a long time. And these are things that I always do with the clients that I work with as well. Like these are things that are so helpful as a health coach to get a picture just from a moment in time without judgment, because we are just gathering information. But what this allows you to do, if you are noticing any imbalances maybe, or you're feeling out of alignment in one of these areas, then you get to work. Then you do some stuff to support it. And you lean on the tools that are already in your home or you create space and time to focus on that one thing. And maybe occasionally you are going to seek help or guidance from someone else who can also support you in that. So here's the six things that I just, it's a really short list. It's not rocket science, but this is your body's way of constantly showing you where it's at. And yes, for those of you that are maybe a little more advanced in this health journey or have been doing this for longer, there are so many other ways that you can be checking in. Maybe it's weekly, maybe it's monthly, maybe it's annually. Um... I mean, those are things like maybe running labs and working with a functional medicine doctor or a naturopath or things like that. But these are things, if we can stay on top of it and and you know do our due diligence of putting in the work and the time to pay attention, I believe inevitably over time we'll maybe reduce how many other people we need to bring in we're able to stay on top of stuff better and just feeling our best, most vibrant self. So here are the six things, okay? If I'm sitting down and I'm really thinking about it, you can just run through this in your mind or maybe this is something you even journal about. Like that actually would be a great idea for a lot of people if you're getting started with this because it's nice to capture your ideas and have that channel onto paper. It's also great so that you, if you did need to bring someone else in to kind of curate a health team or you're working with somebody, you can reference this. So putting the date and any reflections or things that you're noticing would actually be really valuable too. It might take you a couple more minutes than five minutes if you're going to be writing it down. But these are things that I'll just run through my kids as well, or we'll run through together and just talk through just to make sure. Because as my kids get older, I'm not with them all the time. You know, the things I was able to control, quote unquote control, um, from the beginning when they were younger, and I was with them all day, every day, and really had such um, a better understanding of the food that they were eating, the water they're drinking, how their digestion was, all this stuff. Like I was with them all the time. Now that they're older, I'm having to kind of prompt and ask these questions. And I'm, what I'm also trying to do, not only do I want to know the information, but I want them to be in tune, to pay attention. And I think so much of it is just awareness and slowing down. So number one, as I just mentioned, is water. How much water have you been drinking? Um, this is a big one. It affects so many systems in the body. And if you're experiencing headaches, if your digestion is off and you're not eliminating properly, if your energy is low, um, if you're constantly, you know, feeling maybe starving, like sometimes that's our body's way of communicating that we're dehydrated. So water consumption, like just doing that check-in, this is great to do daily, but, Another great one for your kids, just to be like, have you been drinking water and how are you feeling? Like kind of making that connection for them. So running through a little water (laughs) recap, like how much have you had? And then maybe you need to go get a cup of water or maybe you need to do something differently. Like maybe you just realized you didn't pack it with you for the day or didn't have it accessible. Um, So these are all really quick fixes. Number two, your digestion. So I, these are the things I'm thinking about, like how many times have I or my kids eliminated in a day? And maybe your kids will give you like, ah, don't talk about that. But this is very open dialogue in our home because it's very important. Our body needs to rid of what it does not need and how your digestion is functioning. It's elimination, but it's also like what other symptoms might you be experiencing If you've got gas and bloating and you have, um, I don't even know, constipation, diarrhea, like there's extremes on the spectrum, but it's just very important to tune in and see how your digestion is. And then if something's off, then you reach for the tools that you have to support that. Um, The next thing, number three, sleep. That's a huge one for so many people, right? So how are you sleeping? When are you going to sleep? How restful is your sleep? And I know some people have tools, you know, you can have a Fitbit or whatever kind of telling you um, different states. This can be a really challenging area for people, but it is like that rest, digest, and just the, the, the stopping of the body overnight to restore and regenerate is so important So being able to ensure that you are having enough sleep, whatever that means for you, uh, consistent sleep times, and that you're waking, feeling rested are really good indicators if you need to be working on your sleep. I think this is huge for us as adults and also our kids. Obviously, they require more sleep, even as teens. Like I remember what I would go in and, and speak. There was one day specifically I would speak at a high school um and asking the kids about I the actually I probably ran through a lot of the stuff with them because again it's more just about a level of awareness but when I would ask them about their sleep and what time they're going to bed at I was honestly I was kind of floored for a lot of them and I would ask them what they were doing why they were going to bed so late and usually it was because they were either gaming or they had their phone in their room and I mean every household gets to make their own choices but They were telling me how tired they were or how hard it was to get out of bed in the night So, or bed in the morning, sorry. So it's just one of those things where, again, having that level of awareness, if you have an expectation of performance at school and activities, like there's just these things that that's how we kind of link it back for our kids too, is we want you to feel your best. We want you to have energy to play with your, your friends and feel good. We want your mood to be stable. Like there's so many reasons why we make the choices that we make every day, but it's easy when you don't know how to connect the dots to just overlook it. And it's easy to be distracted and let days, weeks, and months go by where we're not checking in. And even when we have the best of intentions. So um, sleep is just one of those things. And I, again, just to, to reiterate why I think it's so important to empower our kids with these skills as well, too. Um, Now, if you are a woman, hormones, tracking your cycles is so important. Oh my gosh. Understanding their consistency. Um, I, again, there are some tools and some books and some resources that are amazing. That's an episode for another day, but understanding where you are in your cycle and just what that's like, because it doesn't need to be terrible that um, your bleed week does not need to be the worst. I understand it's not the best. Maybe you're not feeling your best. Um, Maybe it's not all the Thrive vibes, but your hormones are constantly talking to you. And it's not just that week. It's things that are happening throughout the month. So if that's an area you know you're feeling imbalanced in, which there can be so many reasons why there's very many layered approaches and modalities and ways to support that, but it's just really good to acknowledge if it's feeling good if you're feeling pretty good most of the the days your mood your energy your cycles are consistent and this is also so important as our young the young women in our homes are beginning this and i just there's so many amazing resources out there now that really I don't know, normalize what should feel good and what can be expected, how to kind of understand the four seasons within your cycle and just feeling empowered with that information. And there are a lot of things that we can do. So your hormones and just understanding, maybe you need to do a little deep dive into like what that even means. It's a very interesting system in the body, obviously very important. And if you've had children If you are breastfeeding, like there's so many fluctuations depending on what your age and stages of what could and and will be going on, but it's not something you need to just throw your hands in the air about and and not feel like there are tools to support you. So hormone health is so huge, especially as women in how we feel every single day and how we're functioning. Um, Okay. Another indicator, number five, energy. I mean, just like what's your energy picture that day? um did you wake up feeling rested obviously did you have sustained energy and did you have brain fog did you feel like you had clarity how were your energy levels through the day it's not it doesn't need to be normal to crash in the afternoon to need a nap every single day um to just feel lethargic, you know, like those are signs that something's out of balance and you might need to dive a little bit deeper depending on how long this has been going on or get some support, but there are also other things that you can do, but your energy picture of stabilized, sustained energy and how your brain is functioning is a great, beautiful way to show you (laughs) where you may need to pour some focus and energy. Again, this is a big one with our kids. I want to make sure they've got energy all day long. And so if they are feeling tired or they're not feeling great, you know, there's a number of things that could be going on, but maybe they haven't drank enough water. Maybe they didn't eat their lunch. They were too feeling too busy. (laughs) They didn't have enough time to eat consistently throughout the day. Maybe they didn't eat as much breakfast in the morning. So we can kind of go back and, and really think about, hmm, what could this have been? And then give them a few more tools to do it differently the next day. And then lastly, another great indicator of just like overall well-being is also how your immune system is functioning. Um, I always say, you've heard me say this before, like it's really good for our bodies actually to be challenged and to, it's constantly trying to to ward off invaders in our bodies, things that we can't even see. Um, But if you're somebody who is experiencing frequent illnesses, now, if your child is under the age of six, that's very common as they're integrating with society and being around more people and going to school and all those things. So that's not something that necessarily needs to be concerning. But if you have a vibrant, balanced body, your immune system will be able to launch a response to any you know, pathogen invader that's coming into your body and be able to heal. I love there's so many wonderful natural ways that you can support the body to heal. But if you're somebody who just you never feel like you're getting better, you're having constant recurrent infections. I just think that's our body's way of telling us that something is imbalanced. So that's when you might want to dive a little bit deeper into supporting the immune system. Maybe you need to seek help and find a practitioner that can maybe dig a little bit deeper, but that's another huge one as we're heading into fall and winter months. I mean, it's very normal and good to get sick and to have these things happen once in a while. But That's a really good way to discern if there's a way that you could be building up your body in a different way and supporting it. Um, So again, we're saying that to our kids, you know, like here are the ways that you can try to keep your body strong. Um, Some of them are very simple, but nourishment is important. You know, we change up our supplement routine heading into uh, the fall and winter months. We, you know, wash your hands, you know, like little things, Epsom salt baths every week, uh, the sauna, and just like there's so many different things and all the other tools that we have. And then when we get sick, being able to support their body so that it lasts a few days. But it's not going on and on and on and on and on, right? So, just to recap, this is such an interesting, simple way that you can really have a health picture of where you are in this moment in time. And it just gives you some direction where you need to focus your energy if your body is trying to tell you something. So, again, number one, water. Number two, digestion. Then sleep. Number four is hormones. Then number five was energy. And number six was your immune system. Okay, so great things, great conversations to just become aware of. If this is something that you don't do daily or weekly, just listen to your body. Maybe for those five minutes when you're running through that, you literally are just sitting with no noise, no distractions, and you're breathing. (laughs) Like, Let's breathe, shall we? Um, The short, shallow breaths aren't always good for our body or our mind just sit. And again, I believe that our body is so intuitive and it is trying to tell us stuff. So if we sit and we start flexing that muscle, it will give you signals and signs and messages, and you will be able to receive them better. And then a little bonus thing that I will usually do, so I guess this could be considered number seven, but it's kind of just a a separate task unto itself, would be if you just really... Okay, I saw this happen a lot or I see this happen a lot as a coach when I'm working with people and I'm like, okay, so how are you feeling about your food and your nourishment? Oh, really good. I eat really good most of the time, you know, and I'm like, oh yeah, okay. Well, a really helpful tool for me as a coach is to get a food mood log. So I would always get them to track um, for ideally five days because it's a a good enough picture for me, generally speaking, as long as it's not a holiday or a vacation. Um, And I just say like, you know, if you could just record, what you're eating, how much you're eating, um, when you're eating, and then just pay attention in that like 20 to 30 minute window of how you're feeling after, like what your mood is, what your energy is. And also I do this with their beverages as well too, like what they're drinking. So we call it a food mood log. You can do this at any point. It's a great way to capture it because inevitably our beautiful little minds kind of forget, they like to forget, you know, maybe the chips that we snuck the one night or maybe a sleeve of cookies that you really loved or I don't know like our Perspective of what we've done and kind of our rose-colored glasses that I think we we're like, oh, it was fine. Like it'll be fine. I I was I was great. Um, I had a lot of great food this week. When you are actually taking pen to paper and writing it down, you'll get a different health picture. One you'll notice that you'll start making different choices just because you're being accountable to somebody. Um, but a food mood log is another great thing, especially maybe for your kids. Just if you are, for example having and noticing some digestive digestion stuff it's like okay well let's see what we've been eating lately and what's a normal day like normally i say don't change anything up as you're doing this you want to stick to your kind of what your normal is but this is a really great way and most practitioners will ask you to do something like this too just to kind of grab that snapshot from a moment in time of what you've been doing so that we can try to pinpoint what's going on So that's kind of like a bonus tip if there was some, you know, some things going on with food specifically, energy, I mean, kind of almost all these things. You can, you can directly kind of link them to some of them. And again, it's just this level of awareness of self. Okay. I hope that's helpful. I think, and I just know that life is so beautiful and so full. But I think just having this little check-in, you're here on the podcast, it's Thrive Thursday. Hopefully you're catching up on a couple of episodes if you have some time. But I just want you to make sure that you are constantly in tune with the messages that your body is sending you. There are so many ways that you can reclaim this power and this understanding of where you are currently at just by slowing down long enough to pay attention. And it would be so beautiful if you could take this To your family, have these conversations, helping them to understand how to check in with themselves, because I just think that is one of the most beautiful empowerment tools in our children's well-being that we can give them.
1: Thanks for listening, friend. If this podcast inspired you or helped you in some way today, I would love for you to take a screenshot of this episode, share the love with a friend or fellow entrepreneur, and tag me on Instagram, natashabell.co. I'd love to know what landed for you, what you're taking action on, or what you want more of. My hope is that you can grab a hold of what landed for you from today's episode and release the rest. And hey, would you mind taking 30 seconds to leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts? Have a beautiful day, my friend, and I cannot wait to chat with you again soon as we create a community centered on well-being, raising each other up, and stepping forward in confidence in our purpose.